If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. And welcome to the 25th episode of Podcast Unlocked. A quarter of a century, here we are. Today, for the first time ever, your host is me, myself and I, Peter Eichmanns, sitting here with, to my left... Oh, hi. Oh, I thought you were going to say my name. I'm Christine Stammer. Are know we introducing like ourselves? I guess. I'm, I'm having you guys introduce yourselves. Okay. I'd like to just get everyone involved. You're, you're, you don't baby us like Clements does. <laughs> yeah. do you, you don't remember your own name, do you? No. Sometimes now. I don't always say it. <laughs> you help? Is it Steamer or Stimer? I don't know. I forget. <laughs> and I am Stephanie Lee. Hello. And for anyone while. else curious, it has been a while. We are yeah. very glad to have you back. It is the three of us. Back. So it's like a girl fight reunion plus Peter. Uh-huh. <laughs> Something like that. Something like sure. that. And said we're going to talk a lot more Xbox and a lot less girly things. Like Aww. pony adventures. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's pony my, adventures is on the docket I really, for that's today. That's my favorite fake game name ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, well, there's Barbie horse adventures, which is actually a real game. Well, yeah, but it's not like, I think we usually say like princess pony adventures or something. And mm-hmm. Actually an awesome game. Sounds cool. Barbie's horse adventure? Yes, absolutely. Okay. But uh, for anyone joining us now, we do have some things to talk about. Some Xboxy things. OMGs. On the list no. today for discussion, some Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. That's all you, Peter. That is going to be all me. Then there's some Dead Island. That's all you, woo, Stephanie. Woo. <laughs> then some Lead Me's. Oh, that's all me. That's all you. <laughs> you go, girl. And uh, why, why don't we just touch on Red Dead Redemption as it? It gets a little. We like that game. Free, we like that game, and it's getting a little freebie next week, which we'll dive into. But uh, let's get right into Modern Warfare Three, which, like you guys said, is all me. Yes, you went to Call of Duty XP over Tell the weekend. Us about it. So. I went to Los Angeles and I played Modern Warfare Three. The big multiplayer reveal was that it is still Call of Duty multiplayer. But you have different but, perks yeah. that tries to make it like Battlefield, but not really, but sort of. That's a good way to put it. It's never going to be Battlefield. <laughs> There's no vehicles. You can't blow up buildings. And you're not actually a class. Yeah. But what they did, they split killstreaks into what they call strike packages. Which, uh, if you're 
an offensive character and you like to kill people. As Which is everybody. Yeah, that's what I figure. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get your standard kill streaks. You get to blow things up. You get planes dropping bombs from the sky. You get other ways to make people explode. Monkeys assaulting people's faces. There are no monkeys, really? to clarify. No. Uh, I think that that should be that should be one, shouldn't it? It might have been in. uh, (laughs) Well, they had dogs. I mean, I guess they can just throw in monkeys in there now. Yeah, (laughs) didn't they have like weird zombie monkeys? That was in the last. uh, last Not the moon pack, but the pack before that. Yeah, that was in Shangri La in the zombie mode. That should be a perk. Like have zombie monkeys attack your enemies. I don't know if that's rooted in just like claw your their faces off. (laughs) Just (laughs) stop it. No, that should not happen. That would be frightening. I don't know if I want to play online anymore. You see, that's the thing, like, because it, it leaves it up to player choice, I think people are going to go with what they're familiar with and just go assault and blow stuff up mm-hmm. and get their standard kill streaks. But the option is there for anyone who wants to be more defensive and get points for assisting kills or capturing the flag or just being a generally good dude to your team. Yeah. Or do that. Nobody, well, I mean, no, nobody does that. I mean, in, even in the that. past multiplayers, you got points for, like, capturing yeah, flags. you definitely got points. But in this case, if you choose the support strike package, oh, okay. you get an equivalent to a kill for, like, a team objective. Mm. But only if you're under the support class. And if you are the support class, you also don't lose your streak if you die. So basically, oh. you're almost always going to hit your streak by killing people, by assisting, and by hitting team objectives. So basically, with that side of things, you get to say, hey, I'm going to pick a kill streak that's called ballistic vests. And you'll throw literally vests on the ground, and your teammates can run up to the vests on the ground and pick one up. And they get extra armor and that kind of thing. I'm totally all for that because it sounds like it's uh, they're encouraging people to be less douchebaggy. That's ab- exactly yeah. what they're planning to do. But I don't know that it'll work. I don't know that it'll work yeah. either. Because no one will play that class. Exactly. Yeah. And then <laughs> there's like, be like, assault, done. Then there's like a third class for people to try and prove what a badass they are mm-hmm. called specialist or strike package. And instead of kill streaks, in this case, um, as you streak, streak up, uh, you're unlocking. As you go streaking, uh, as you go streaking, <laughs> your perks are you're getting unlocking perks as you go instead of kill streaks. So that should happen in real life. If you go streaking, you'll get some sort of perk. I'm sure you'll get some sort of perk. Depends not on not being your in jail. Idea that's of a, not a perk. <laughs> funny story. I honked at a police officer with his siren on today. Because I did not know that he had a siren on because it was one of those undercover ones where the light was only in the front. So I see him coming over into my lane and I slam on the horn. You're like, come on, buddy. Yeah. And then uh, he like slowed down and went behind me and I saw the siren on. I was like, oh, shit. Did he pull you over? No, no. He pulled over the guy that he was trying to change lanes behind in front of me Hmm. that luckily we missed out on. Um, But yeah. That was not a good streaking story, by the way. I was nude at the time. Oh, okay. There we go. There we go. Um, But so the third strike package is specialist, where instead of kill streaks, you unlock perks. So as you get like a streak of six, um, you're kind of a badass. You have your sleight of hands, your hard lines, and I guess hard line doesn't really matter. That's um, when it's you like get when you can that's when you get a, more. Oh, okay, what's the one where you can get a kill streak early? That's what I'm thinking that that wouldn't really uh, matter. I can't remember. Warlord? No, I, I can't remember. That goes too far. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so basically, you're unlocking perks instead of kill streaks. So their idea is that it's like the most, the toughest, most competitive way to play the game, to show that you have really good individual skill by playing this way rather than unlocking, you know, bombing runs or things to help your team. Mm-hmm. So that's really the biggest change to multiplayer that they're kind of categorizing these streaks and giving people options to play with. 
But um, I was just, Scott and I did a video this morning, and after all was said and done, like, it's still Call of Duty multiplayer. If you played the old ones, you're going to be very comfortable playing this one. Um, if you were expecting, like, huge, grandiose changes, you're not going to find those here. Like, it's the same old game with some polish. It looks good. It's still fun. But uh, I found myself really loving survival mode. But that's, we already saw that at E3, so that's not even anything new. Uh, it's just a whole lot of fun. Very cool. That's Modern Warfare 3. So in a nutshell. Far, in a nutshell. I mean, there's other things, too. Like, for p detail, for people who know all the details, like, you're not going to have shotguns. It's just a secondary weapon. <gasps> Are the Olympians back? The, the, double, the dual-wielding double or shotguns that everyone used and no, like, I don't killed think so. everyone from far away with one shot? There actually might be if as your main weapon. I don't know, though. Because now you can level weapons up, too. So you get additional skills for your weapons, which might be dual-wielding. Can you have a magic wielding. wand? Uh, it's not Harry Potter modern warfare. warfare. But they had shooting in the last game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Anyways, man. Dead that Island, is. full of zombies. Well, as, yeah, moving on. Yeah, long-time listeners of Unlocked may or may not know, I am no good with survival horror games. So. Me either. But They're such stereotypical girls. <laughs> my... Um, <gasps> My boss made me play Dead Island, and I was like, oh, God. Did, he, Wait, say, did he say, you're fired or you're doing no, this? No, no. So he didn't really make you, did he? <laughs> he he kind of sealed the deal by placing the disc on my desk. So you like, pick yeah. it up, and you put it on Sam's desk. <laughs> <laughs> he was already he was already busy with Resistance 3. So and you pick up Resistance 3, and then you put <laughs> You yeah. just trade, right? That's I wish I could have done... Actually, no. I'm glad I am glad I mustered the courage to, to give it a try, because it turned... The game turned out to be really rad. It's like my surprise of the year, honestly. Like before, I saw the trailer, you know, the epic trailer with the, the was it backwards yeah. trailer? Yeah. The, yeah. That everyone girl. raved over. That was an amazing trailer. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like, expect much of it, for, even from watching that trailer, because, you know, there wasn't actually any yeah. game Exactly, play. so you're like, they're, they're pulling a fast yeah, one here. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. they're afraid to show their own game. They just want to make people feel emotional inside. Mm -hmm. All weepy. <laughs> it worked. I yeah, think some people saying. actually <laughs> cried. Job. Yeah. And so the, the game is a, is a mixture of, like, Borderlands, because it's got the RPG elements, right? You, you're, as, you, as you kill zombies, you get experience points, and you level up. And you use those points that you get from each level, and you put them into skill trees. There's, each character has three um, separate skill trees you can put points into. So there's actually a lot of depth in how you want to develop your character. And then there's the, there's the, the other Borderlands aspect is that you can, there's a huge looting system, a huge emphasis on looting. You have weapons with uh, different color-coded uh, color weapons based on rarity of the, of the weapon. And the, greater the, the rarer the weapon is, the more powerful the weapons tend to be. Nice. You know? But they still break down. They still break. There's durability. And so there's a crafting system, and you have to constantly repair um, weapons so they don't break on you. Is it you know what I found? I've only played a few hours of this. I got slightly bored because I found that all I ended up doing was just kicking them in the face. And then, like, <laughs> just kept, I just kept kicking them. And I was like, wait... So it starts Am out, I just gonna still do this forever? It actually do you get stronger really boots slow. as you go? Yeah. No, once <laughs> once those zombies get because they scale to your level, right? So if you're if you're level eighteen, the zombie's gonna be like level seventeen, eighteen. Okay. So as you as you fight these more powerful zombies, those kicks are not gonna do it anymore. Okay. Okay. You. Good. Good. <laughs> so I, I'm like I'm just kicking everything. Just kick, kick. Yeah, I was. A, I'm a big kicker too because it's so awesome. 
And so wait, now on the aspect of like weapons falling apart, is it as annoying as annoying as Dead Rising, where like you lose your weapons after a few hits? Thankfully, you don't lose your weapon. Actually, you just it just, it just becomes unusable. Oh, okay. And yeah. then you have to go back to the workbench to repair it and spend money to repair it. Okay. <laughs> so, Sorry, I was just thinking about the thugs and how I told you there's these big, strong zombies that they call thugs, and mm-hmm. they just, they're really slow, so they're just kind of, like, coming at you, so I had, like, a paddle, and I just kept throwing it at him, and then I would <laughs> run up, like, right in front of him, because that's where it would land, and mm-hmm. I would pick it back up, and I would run backwards a little bit, and I just kept throwing it at him, and, like, doing that over and over again. So just staying away until, from them? But, yeah, just staying out of reach, because I tried to go up and, like, melee him, and he just kicked my ass, so... <laughs> I just kept throwing stuff at him and then running backwards <laughs> and then just doing that over again. That is a survived? better tactic than what I did at first. What was your first tactic? My first tactic was to try to stab his face. Oh. And it didn't work out very well because his 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 reach with his arms is pretty big, right? Yeah. And yeah, once you get like smacked, you. you're flying like 30 feet in the air backwards and then you kind of like your, your character you're like, dazed uh, a little bit. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. You take a shit ton of damage. So, so, that, so then you work. have to run around and find some energy drinks, of which there are a thousand on this island. Man, was, I, think, I, think, there. I think the island was sponsored by, by energy, a nameless energy drink. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, you know how you always see those trucks like driving around? It's, it's actually sponsored by extra snacks because you, you find these uh, little mm. snack bars called there's first there's snacks and then you have extra snacks. When is a it, snack is it just isn't enough. Spelled X T R A? No, it's E X T R A. Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. But the it's other... more extreme if you leave off the E. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> extreme snacks. But uh, the other aspects of the game is it has kind of like oblivion style melee. Okay. So it's kind of clunky. But yeah. once you get used to it, it's pretty fun. Like especially when you start upgrading your weapons, and like all the weapons do a ton of damage, and you can like decapitate them in like really graphic ways. It's a, it's a really gory game. Like nice. pants love that game. Will love. <laughs> I that thought game. you just said pants love that game. Pants love this game. Pants don't love like, any pants? games. You don't need pants. No, you don't. No, you don't, Stephanie. <laughs> you do not My need pants. My avatar does not need pants in the summer. Speaking of streaking. No. So, w- what's your verdict? Have you beaten it? I haven't beaten it. Is the guide it. done? Oh of my course goodness. not. Guides it's are long. It's a huge game. So it's, it's as big as like a Fallout or Borderlands game. Okay. That is lengthy. Yeah. yeah. Lots of side quests? Mm-hmm. I'm 15 hours in and I'm only like 40% through. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Jeez. So I know uh, in Greg's review of the game, he mentioned it was similar to Fallout. How do you feel about that? I argued, I argued his point saying that it's not very similar to Fallout. It's more like Borderlands. Because, I mean, in a, in a Fallout game, You can't, though, like, talk to anybody, and there's not, like, a moral choice or anything right. that I could tell. There's no consequence to what you're doing, yeah. so you can you're do whatever You're just running around killing zombies and trying mm-hmm. to get more experience points. And plus, there's, like, no in-depth narrative or anything. It's just... Yeah. Stay alive. I didn't, see, yeah. I didn't see a story. It's an emphasis like, on survival. And yeah. it, you definitely feel that way throughout the game. Because you never feel powerful, even as you level up. Because, like I said, the Everyone zombies Everyone stays kinda, with you, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean... Does it have bosses? There are stronger enemies. I haven't, I haven't encountered like a boss boss yet. Yeah, so. I'm just curious. Like I've slowly been just keeping my on corner of my eye on this game, and it does seem really cool. And I think what I was kind of guessing it would go kind of happened. Like it's a lot of fun. It's not perfect. There's some glitches. It's a little mm-hmm. bit weird, but it looks fun. And I think if I ever had a spare moment to myself, I might actually try to play it. You need many spare moments to play this game. Yeah, so it probably won't be till October for me. <laughs> but thankfully for 360 players, the 360 version is a lot less bu- lot less buggy. Yeah, yeah. that's what uh, Greg yeah. said. There's less screen tearing. Um, 
You can't pop back to a third-person perspective in this one, can you? All no, first-person? No, it's all first-person. First person. There is this really hilarious video where someone hacked, um, hacked the game and managed to, to have the camera on a third-person mm -hmm. mode. And just the animations are hilarious. I don't know if you guys have I haven't to see seen it. it. Man, now I want to go watch it. Now I want to see it too, yeah. It's like not even possible for your, for your elbow to like bend backwards that way. It's hilarious. They're <laughs> like it. the kind of thing where the hips are like well, on a swivel also, too. The other thing I will say is when I first started playing it, it took me a long time to get used to moving my character around. Like mm -hmm. You move very strangely in that game. I don't know how to describe it, but like the weight is just sort of weird. And I felt like I was a crab. Yeah, the, the kind of thing, I, like, I don't know, because I, I kept, like, I'm like, oh, I'm going sideways, even though I'm going straight for some reason. I don't know. Mm -hmm. really no, a first-person melee game like that makes me think that you need, like, to have some pretty fluid motion, like, like Brink or something, where you can hold down a button and, like, climb over stuff and run around. But it seems like this might be a little bit clunkier. Yeah, it's, it's rough around the edges sprint, for sure. But, yeah, you can't, like, sprint over a fence. Can yeah. you jump and climb on stuff? You or? can you jump. Can jump. I, it's like, you can't climb. It's like Fallout jumping. <laughs> okay, like, that actually explains a lot. <laughs> but you could you could do like these dodge jumps. You can jump backwards can, and jump sideways and stuff. Directional jumping. Mm -hmm. Cool. So <laughs> yeah. verdict is. It's a great game. Uh, when there's a patch out to fix some of the glitches, like sometimes you encounter quests you can't complete, mm -hmm. and like the quest marker kind of disappears. But when when that patches out, hopefully to fix those little problems is yeah. actually a really fun game you should check out cool i'm looking mm -hmm. forward to it i, I was just baby coughs made baby me uh think of something i totally lost track of i was gonna try and make another dead rising comparison but i think it's well away from that kind of aspect you can liken it like i mean the weapon system yeah you can liken but it seems like dead rising is all about like quantity and that kind of thing whereas mm -hmm. this is much more like one-on-one -on -one kind of combat even if you're battling a group of zombies yeah yeah you Definitely not as numerous as Dead Rising. That'd yeah. be crazy. 50,000 yeah. something achievement? I don't know. Christine, yeah. moving yeah. on. Tell us about Lead Me's. Okay. Uh, well, that is an XBLA game. It's out today. Okay. Uh, obviously, if you don't have a Kinect, why would you buy it? Because you can't play it. Silly face. Um, <laughs> You're so silly. <laughs> so you and your non-connect. I was playing it a little bit today. The concept is sort of like Lemmings, um, that old PC game where... You have a bunch of little dudes, and you're basically trying to get them to the exit safely. Um, but then there's obviously stuff in the way that you know, is hazardous, and you need right. to help them get through it. Because um, they're dumb. Because they are really dumb. I don't know why you're trying to save them. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Darwinism. But <laughs> um, it's... I mean, it's, it's okay. I, I think it was just more of the fact that I realized I'm just not really that much of a connect person. I was like, oh, I don't want to move anymore. <laughs> like, I don't want to stand here like a scarecrow with my arms straight out. Because you have to sit there and wait for them around. to climb yeah, over you, right? You have to like, right? wait for them to climb over you. And I don't know. I was getting, I played like 15 levels in a row. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of being your bridge. Really, yeah, exactly. Uh, not only that, but um, it does get pretty hard. There's like spikes and stuff that will fall from the ceiling. So you have to like rush them over to the other side and... Um, can you throw them? I <laughs> yes, you can, and they will splatter into confetti and die, and then you will they lose. Bleed really? Confetti. Although it's actually, it's so, it's really, it was more fun for me to kill them than it was to save them. No, just because, yeah, a good it's, point. they just go like bloop, and there's just a little bit of confetti. It's like a celebration. It's a surprise party for and somebody. And there's this one death? level where they're walking like on a lower platform, but. And if my arm is above them and I go down, that squishes them. Like, it, it would just crush them. Oh, okay. Because it would be, like, me smashing them into the platform. 
And I I just kept doing that because it was so much fun. Now, for anyone listening at home, I guess to try and visually describe what is going on. Imagine you're controlling like a one-to-one stick figure on yeah. the screen. And oh, yeah. It's like it's like if you've ever been to a used car lot and like they have those big <laughs> flappy things that are like, oh, come here to the sale. You know? <laughs> I know what you're talking about. They okay. have a fan in them and they're blowing in the yeah, wind sort of. Yeah, sort of the what wacky, they wacky, wavy, inflatable But in the exactly, shape yes. of Gumby, sort of. So you're like you're controlling Gumby, and you move your arms, and the screen moves the arms, and they're walking on top of you. Yeah. So you have to like make uh, make bridges and and or like fling them to safety with your arms or your head or whatever. I, the multiplayer was weirder, much much weirder than single player. I was playing with Altano, and there uh, in the single player game, the exit is just in one stationary place, and you just need to find a way to get them there. And the multiplayer. It starts moving around onto different parts of your body. <laughs> so, for one point, at one point, the exit was on my crotch, <laughs> and then it would like move down to my foot, and then back up to my crotch, and then up to my neck, and then like my head or my arm. Sounds or, confusing. It was really yeah. It just it just <laughs> kept moving around. So, which I guess was the challenge. You're supposed to like run into each other. I don't know. It was very weird. It kind of sounds like Twister. For it some does. Reason. It was. <laughs> there was no. There was a level that was more like Twister and. Instead of doing anything with your body f- for the lead me's, you were hitting lights. So s- there's a light up in the corner, and then you have to put your foot over here, and then you have to make sure you're touching them all at the same time. And you have to contort your body in yeah, like, really and weird that, ways. And that was very much like stand-up twister. Mm. I have to say, when I first saw you guys playing that, I was like, wow, that looks fun. Was it fun? It didn't look ah. fun, though. The, the looks on your faces, faces <laughs> did not look fun. <laughs> Yeah. Does Altano ever have fun, though? Yes, I think so. Okay. I don't know. It's it's just sort of weird. <laughs> just sort of weird. You heard it here it first. It could be fun in, like, little bits. Okay. But I think trying to play it all in one sitting is a really bad idea. Yeah, it seems like a quick little puzzle game sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, just something mm. to pop in and play maybe with your kids or something and then jump out. Although, yeah. I don't know. It would be weird with Are you kids. reviewing that? I am. Mm. When, Interesting. When uh, can we, can we see your review? tomorrow, hopefully. Okay. Cool. I think right now, for anyone listening, uh, they just released a new Connect bundle, limited time only, that now has not only Connect Adventures, but also a download code for Child of Eden. Oh, right. I don't own a Connect. I've been considering getting one. I'm still on the fence. Is it the new version of Connect? I don't know. Wait, what? Is there, what do you I, mean? I thought there was like uh, an, a better version of Connect where the hardware was better slightly. They have not announced anything like that. No. Nah, okay, don't think maybe so. I was confused. Um, I confused it with something else then. But Never basically, mind. for a, a limited time, you can get one extra game when you get a Connect. Okay. And I've been thinking about it because the Gunstringer comes out next week, and from the demos I played of the Gunstringer. You don't need it anytime soon, though, Peter. You're getting married. You're not playing games for the I rest know, of the month. I know it's very true. <laughs> I'm taking the month off, or at least most of the month off. Yep. Uh, that's and funny. I have uh, more important things to spend money on, probably, for the time being. Probably. <laughs> then connects. But newsworthy wise, uh, Still, yeah, the reason it's on my out. mind, everyone else can check it out, is because mm. the Gunstringer comes out next week, which I believe yes. Jack is Jack um, working be on. That. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious to see what he said there. Which he also actually, for anyone listening, he just posted his Rise of Nightmares review. Not too positive. Not surprised. He said Connectimals was scarier, <laughs> and that, <laughs> that it was a is, dumb game. It's it is. I've played it at events, and I was just not impressed at all. It was. It's super awkward. Like, you move forward 
by just staggering your stance. So it's sort of like a yoga pose or something. <laughs> and you, so you basically step your foot forward, but then to move the camera, you have to move your shoulders, but you still have to keep your head in the same spot because you need to watch the TV. So it's... <laughs> it sounds a little awkward. It's like... <laughs> I know nobody can see that, but... <laughs> She's slowly I'm tilting her shoulders, shoulders one after the other, yeah. And then, you know... I don't know what the problem it's, is. It's you not don't, you super don't scary. You normally move I, like that? I'm, I'm, I'm a scary cat. I get scared about everything. And I was not afraid. And I was in a pitch black dark room <laughs> with... You know, it was on a huge screen. And I, I was... It was, it's more like not even B-list though. I don't know. I don't know how to describe so it. So it was it was more funny than scary. It was more funny than scary, but I don't. Well, I still don't know if that's how they intended it. Like I don't know it's a, that it's an intentional B-list. Yeah. It's I, sort of like they were actually trying to make a really scary game, but they did not make it. Well, I mean, the Resident Evil and like Silent Hill games were scary because of clunky controls. Or, like, very restrictive different, controls. Though. Yeah, that's different. I don't think, like, Connect <laughs> is so inherently awkward mm-hmm. what yeah. you're doing. I don't think it can ever be, like, a scary thing you're doing. <laughs> oh, look, I'm walking. Unless you now. hire actors to come inside your house to scare you while you're playing, chances are that nothing. That comes with every game. It, it comes costs with every game. $350. <laughs> Some supporting actors. Oh, man, that would be An annoying. hour. 350 yeah. an hour. Yeah. And they got to feed them afterwards. It has a little to feed SAG them. stamp on the Yeah, they have SAG. The mem- there's all kinds of contracts. It gets messy. They <laughs> yeah. need 15-minute breaks. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. Jeez. So that overall, I think Jack rated it a 4 out of 10. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm not surprised. Hmm. I don't know. It's not that great of a game. If you are, for some reason, super excited about it, rent it first. Yeah, Just give it a try. Do not buy this Give game. it a try. Hmm. Yeah, so connect uh, on the up and up, I guess. Trying to, I don't <laughs> Trying, know. Trying. Uh, maybe, maybe everything we just said said no, no, it's not. Well, I just, I just I the more I play, I, I, the only game I've ever enjoyed it with was Child of Eden. Yeah, and even then, I got my arm. You're just your shoulders get tired from sitting in that in the same. Yeah, position. that's one thing I was wondering about the gunstringer. Like, if you sit and hold your arms up that way the whole time, like I think you're gonna get pretty sore playing that game. Yeah, which sounds pathetic. And I, for the record. Everybody in this room is not overweight. <laughs> yeah, for the record. Let we, the record show. We work show. out. We're, we're not unhealthy people. It's just awkward to hold yourself up like that when you, you aren't supposed to. That really. was pretty funny. At uh, Call of Duty XP, Scott Lowe and I were going on the zip line. And you have to get weighed before you can go on the zip line. Mm-hmm. What and was it, the, wa- uh, apparently the weight Apparently there are two weight categories. It goes up to 250 pounds, uh-huh. which neither of us are close to. But mm-hmm. at, apparently after 185, you get marked into the higher weight category. Mm-hmm. So we're, but we were both just a little bit over 185. And so we got marked on the second one. And we go up as a pair to the top because there's two zip lines. And the guy looks at us and he's like, oh, man, uh, we only have one wire that can support the upper weight class. <laughs> You're going to have to go one at a time. And we're just like, oh. oh wow. He man. just called you fat. Yeah, he just called us fat. What Jeez. a jerk. It's a shame. Seriously. So, yeah. Call of Duty XP was mildly like. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. Disneyland. <laughs> they judge you? <laughs> it was very judgmental. You sit back there, sir. <laughs> Listen up, chubby. You take a seat and wait your turn. Instead of going on the zip line, why don't you go eat some carrots? <laughs> So, yeah, it was it was a lot like uh, Disneyland out there in Los Angeles. Yeah, it sounded like a blast. There's like three, four-hour lines for all these things. Um, Did they have the fast pass? Kind of. For, That's we what you gotta got to do when you go to Disneyland. Shuttled into things. You guys played paintball, right? We played paintball. It was set on the scrapyard level did of Modern Warfare 2. Did you get any of you all? have bruises? Did you, uh, did you check out my bruise? You got a bruise? 
I didn't. I didn't go to the paintball. I was yeah. you were at the there. Call of Duty event. <laughs> like, but were you on the other team? I went paintballing on my own oh, nice. on Sunday, and just and now me... you're undressing. <laughs> now Stephanie is taking <laughs> her clothes off. Preparing a streak, <laughs> and also check out this bruise oh. on my arm. My Wait, hold on. You're, you're oh wow. wow! For anyone uh, listening like at home, she has literally showed us a baseball size. Bluish, brownish bruise Apparently, on her arm. I, uh, I bruise like a peach. <laughs> I, I'm a very a and delicate you were wearing flower. clothes when you I got hit. I was wearing clothes. I was wearing paintball gear, like a paintball jersey. Yeah. Which has like I guess sufficient material. You know? Yeah, not, but apparently they not. come at you hard. <laughs> I got hit in the knee, but it was kind of hit my clothes more than it hit my knee. Yeah. Thank um, God. It might have dislocated it. <laughs> my knee! <laughs> but uh, we were on a team with some uh, Germans from Eurogamer and some other sites, and they just knocked it out of the park. They knew what they were doing. They played like I twice that day. you said that you beat them. No, we were on the same team with them, and oh. we beat the other team. Oh, I see. There was a lot. There was like twelve to fifteen people on a team. Did so you it was guys like, play team deathmatch? Yeah, it was uh, domination. Domination. So there were literally they had little flagpoles. Awesome. You had to run over and raise a flag. Cool, cool. It was pretty fun. I enjoyed Mig- some Mig paintball. Sent a very misleading Jealous. text message. What did he say? He said he said the uh, he said we were playing with these guys and we beat them. We did play with some guys well, no, and no, beat he them. He meant the, like the Germans and oh, whatever. Okay. So the, I thought you guys were on separate teams. One of the Germans had like a helmet cam on for the whole thing. So hopefully we'll have part of that video up on the site soon. Um, so you guys can see what Scrapyard looked like in real life paintball version. Hmm. But Paintball's fun until you get hit. <laughs> yeah. it, was, you. it was a crazy little weekend. Um, I don't know if any of your listeners were there. Um, let us know what you thought of it. I don't know. Curious to hear. Yeah. Lastly up on our game discussion talk... Um, I put up a little news post on it on the site today, but Red Dead Redemption, um, I think a favorite of ours in here, as long as Arthur is no longer here and Casey's not around, (laughs) and uh, I don't know what Clements thinks of it, um, gets one last bonus pack of DLC. Because I'm thinking it's been around, what, a year and a half now already? It's been out a while. Yeah, Yeah. sounds about right. Uh, I guess it came out last year in May. Mm-hmm. Yeah, May, all right, yeah. But uh, it's getting yeah. one, I don't know, I can't say it's the last one because they didn't announce it's the last one, but I'm guessing this late in the life cycle, it's probably nearing the end. But basically... What was um, in this one? Uh, some new multiplayer maps Blech. and some different multiplayer game modes to Blech. play on those maps. Nobody likes this. And then a bunch of new multiplayer characters that are basically like um, iconic characters from the actual campaign. Mm. So... I know some it's people free. who play the multiplayer in Red Dead. Yeah, I played, I played it, it once, on and, off. and then there was some asshole camping, and he just kept killing me and my friend. And we we're like, "Well, we're just gonna stop playing now." That, that yeah. sounds like every multiplayer. <laughs> I know, like, and I'm like, I, like I don't every understand game. why people just like that's how they have fun is just making other people not want to play the game. You'd be surprised. It's yeah, it's like it is. It the is internet. Like, I know it is the internet. <laughs> it's a living But I'm like, internet. wait, but you're making it so that I'm not playing anymore, and oh, then yeah. like. Then you won't have anybody to do this to eventually. <laughs> you will run out of people to do this to. Probably not for a long time, though. Is yeah. that free DLC? I sort of wonder how it's going. What? Like, what? I, I, I'm always curious to see numbers on just how uh, many people are playing people still. Play multiplayer. I know, especially that late in the game. It seems like Rockstar, they're always holding like double XP events, even for like Grand Theft Auto 4 still. Mm-hmm. So I think there's still communities I don't know. I in there. I have to check the. Uh, Major Nelson. Sometimes he does the activity. Yeah, the, the most popular week or month or something. Mm-hmm. And he'll, I think I don't. I don't think I've seen Red Dead on there for a while. It might not be, but I think there's. You're not going to be lacking for people to shoot or get shot by if you go on there, even if it's not mm-hmm. one of the top games. Mm-hmm. And you said it was a free DLC. It's free How do next you Tuesday, it? September 13th. Ah. All you do is it's just one of those things that says free from Xbox Live. So if you go, 
either through the DLC menu in the game or if you go to Xbox.com. I usually download stuff through Xbox.com. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Then you it's have easier it ready exactly. when you go home. Free exactly. 99. Yeah. No, just free. No, no 99. Don't confuse people. <laughs> September 13th. More DLC. So let's, uh, I guess, let's get in some reader mail. Okay. How do you do guys you feel have about the this? Questions? I do. I might jump around a little bit, um, but we have a few things. I have one that was way too long, but um, it referenced specifically a question about females in gaming. So I think now is a good time to probably bring up this question. I don't think we have any girls here. Mm. Yeah. I'm a girl. <laughs> please do. Please answer the question in that voice. This Just one unicorns. is from Emmy. <laughs> no, this question is from Emmy. She says, sup, Unlocked Bros. Myself and my gaming buddy are huge fans of your show. It's refreshing to listen to unbiased opinions on games and not just from Xbox fanboys. Kudos, guys. My question is a little more serious than others and is directed at Christine and or Stephanie. As a serious female gamer, I feel my opinion on gaming is never really taken seriously by my male counterparts. It's a huge turnoff playing online multiplayer games as often once they find I'm female. I'm either flamed, flirted with, I just want to shoot stuff. How do the girls feel females are being viewed and treated in the modern-day gaming culture, and do you feel they are taken as seriously as males in the gaming industry or when playing games? The unfortunate <sighs> truth yeah. is that we will always be like more critically viewed because we are female. But, I mean, just the best... I don't know, always. Whoops. Maybe a hundred years from now, we'll make <laughs> <laughs> some ground. When, when video games are just beamed into our yeah, head. Yeah, when it's all in your head, it'll yeah. be okay. You would just wear special glasses, and then you play the game. Yeah, but the best thing you can do is just not even acknowledge them and just continue being, like, just enjoy, continue to enjoy games as you yeah. would normally, and then pretty soon they'll, they'll just see... That you know, you know your games. You enjoy playing games. And you don't. No, you're not suck. like doing it for the attention. You're not doing you it for the attention. You just actually like games, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah, it's a tough spot. Um, I, I see. I, that's why I, I usually don't play multiplayer yeah. games unless I'm just. Playing Is it with uncomfortable my to be out there sometimes? Well, yeah. I mean, there's always like she's saying. There's people who will either flame you, or there are people who just want to make creepy comments at you. Yeah. And it's there's never there's very rarely any normal people <laughs> like hey cool whatever just what's up but there's some people like that but most of the time you I'm saying it's usually like, the extremes mm-hmm. and then there's a few people in the middle there are some but, terrible terrible people online yeah that's why I usually stay away yeah I feel like there's something usually that we have to prove to people that we actually may we might we might actually have an idea what we're talking about because people will be skeptical at first because just because we're females yeah so, and like. And it's, it's definitely a male-dominated in- industry, and, like, just trying to push through that. One thing that I think we should do is just not call attention to the, to the fact that we're gamers or gamers who are girls, that we're girl gamers, which is a term I really actually hate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just a gamer. Yeah, you're just a gamer. So just Happens to be female. Stop, stop, con- stop, like, calling attention to that fact, you know? So what do you do if you're not, like, maybe you are bad at a game, mm-hmm. but you want to play it and get better? So how do you avoid... Like that, you know, don't tell them, show them sort of thing, like to show them you're an equal. But what if you suck at the game? Like, where does that put you? <laughs> you ignore them and get better because yeah, everyone's got to start Fair just Stay somewhere. off the chat, I guess, until you learn enough to get, to get better at it. Like, to be or fair. If you, if you have a, I mean, usually I don't imagine you just play it by your 
completely by yourself. Yeah. I imagine you have a friend from real life. Yeah, and it's not like everyone and... born into this world automatically pones at games. Exactly. Yeah. It's not like oh, exactly. genetic I, st- I still get messages. That would be awesome. <laughs> just born. That's like a trait. You're just amazing at everything. Every, Every game, game ever done. <laughs> yeah. Just got a thousand out of a thousand achievement points. I always yeah. find it amazing when people go out of their way. Like, I, I get messages too. Like, one was like, go kill yourself expletive i don't even want to say go kill yourself they went out of their way to send me like a direct message after a match to tell me to kill myself yeah i can only imagine the worst things that happen on there yeah i think there isn't there a blog somewhere of um female gamers that just post literally the messages they get with gamer tags i have no idea if so i kind of i I seriously think there is i wish i knew the name offhand i'll show it share it with you guys probably is i mean if you think of it well a it's horrifying but b it's (laughs) amazing it's awesome that these girls put these messages on Mm -hmm. the internet with these people's gamer tag to know what terrible people there are are out there do they ever report them is that i'm assuming so uh it's kind of some level of public shaming but it's a lot of just horrible things um, and I just want to point out real quick from Emmy, um, attach please find pics of my adorable bunny Thane, yes like in Mass Effect. Aww. I know Christine has a weak spot for cute animals and Thane listens to your show whilst destroying my <laughs> Xbox controllers. No! Keep up the awesome Stop work. Stop doing that, bunny! Emmy from Dublin, Ireland, and ladies, here is a picture of the bunny and the controller. Oh, he's cute. Yay, bunny. But stop eating the controller. <laughs> Emmy, that Those one... Those are expensive. That question They're not very was, nutritious either. That question was a little bit long, but uh, I wanted to bring it up anyways because of the ladies on the show. Mm-hmm. And for anyone listening, uh, if you want to ask us any questions, send an email to unlocked at IGN.com, and uh, we sort through them and pull out some stuff to talk about during the show. All right, moving on. Um, from Rob says, hey guys, love the show. Question for the editors that played through Act 1 of Gears 3. What you guys got to play Gears 3 campaign, did you get to pick which character you got to play out of the four at the given time, or does the character just depend on whether you're player one, two, three, or four? For example, is player one always Marcus or Cole? Or can you pick whether to be Marcus, Dom, Anya, or Jace? Kind of confusing, but thanks, Rob. I, we did not choose. No, it is set. It, it's, it is set. To it is a one, set two, order. Three. So if you're in the first, like in Act One, in the first part, you'll start as Marcus. If you get a friend, they'll be Dom. If you get a third friend, I think I they'll think be Carm- Jace. Is it or? Oh wait, yeah. In Sorry. the first group, it's Carmine's Jace, the other group. and then the fourth, is you pick Anya. up Anya along the way. Um, and in the other group, it starts as Cole, then it's Dom, then it's. Uh, then it's Carmine, Carmine, and then, and then it's, it's Sam. Sam. Yeah. yeah. So you don't or choose. Not, yeah. it all, it's all completely dependent the on how many players last. you're playing with. Actually, I don't know that they're last. That might be it third. might not be. That might be. But some, that's some sort of order. Regardless, it, it's not a choice. <laughs> yeah. You don't get to choose, unfortunately. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Simple answer. And we will know much more starting very soon when Gears 3 comes out. We Yay! Robert says, not Rob, Robert, different one. Okay. Hey, Unlock Crew, I have a challenge for you and the listeners. Back in 2006, I purchased DLC for Need for Speed Carbon that was a price at 79 Microsoft points. To this day, I always have one Microsoft point left in my account, (laughs) and I don't know how to spend it or remove it. Can you or listeners help get rid of this one Microsoft point? Attaches a picture of his current balance. The picture literally just had it like he had 51 points left or something. That sucks. Have, I've never you, seen a one point or like one point <laughs> off. Unfortunately, yeah. that is how Microsoft DLC. gets you. That's why they did yeah. the point system is so that you will always have something uneven and There's you won't be able to buy. Plus, you wouldn't stuff. be able to like easily associate it with like real life money because like yeah. who's going to calculate eighty points is a dollar? Yeah, I know. and it's it. Unfortunately, it's I'm a really sorry, smart I don't move think, I don't from an think economic that standpoint. There's any way for you to remove that. You're just going to have unless no. you delete your account. 
So just look I mean, at your OCDness for a little. Exactly. I mean, and that's like that's uh, like your balance. I think it's a bigger deal. I mean, for a lot of people, anyways, with, with gamer score, I think mm. people hate having uneven numbers there. Oh, and I think yeah. I have one that was like three gamer score. I think from one of the either DJ Hero or DJ Hero Two. What they only give, give you a three really points? awkward one like that. So annoying. And to this day, I think if you get obviously if you get a thousand out of a thousand, you clear that out. But I'm not right. going to sit and do that with DJ well, Hero. That's um, so yeah, my gamer score will, will forever be off. I think it's at something something and one as yeah. well. It's uh. like. Mildly annoying, but I'm not quite OCD enough to try and, like, knock it out or clean it up or anything. Well, the other way you can look at it is that he's a unique little flower by having yes, you are a unique, one a unique, unique snowflake. Snowflake. <laughs> exactly. All right. We have a question from Cisco. I don't know if it's that Cisco, the but ah, Cisco. What's up, locksmiths? <laughs> My name is Cisco, and it seems that I've done the improbable. Uh-oh. Converting my non-gaming girlfriend into a 360 fan. Oh, good. So much though that so that so much so that we will soon be purchasing her her own 360. Oh, nice. However, with the recent PS3 price cuts, do you believe that it may be worth it to hold out for a possible 360 price cut? Mm. Right. They 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 did mention they were uh, Microsoft was holding on to like advertisements for a price cut, right, in case PS3 surpasses them in sales. But I don't think that's going to happen for a while. No, we also. They were pretty. Cl- I mean. They weren't too far off. It's, it's catching up slowly, up. but I yeah. think we announced re- or had news this morning that Xbox 360 was still ahead of the game. Yeah, but the, the numbers game. weren't like super impressive. Yeah, no, they weren't. Right, and all the PS3 exclusives, exclusive, exclusives haven't even hit yet. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. this fall is going to be mighty interesting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the Microsoft exclusives are coming out first with Gears of War 3 and Forza 4, so they might try to preempt... Um, there's always a chance they could preempt uh, the Sony exclusives by dropping the price right beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is all speculation. We're yeah. just making, we don't, we're making up making business stuff. Up. Yeah, we are know. making it all up. But <laughs> I think the console race will be really interesting, actually, because like, I- I'm not trying to bash the 360 sales because I think that's awesome. But like, the 360 hit kind of like a perfect storm with the PS3 price being at $300 mm-hmm. and then the Wii sales kind of t- tapering off. And then 360 had to connect to bolster its sales. So 360 sat on like... Kind of like fortuitous events for it for it to see those sales numbers. You know what yeah. I mean. Also, don't bother because the Star Wars one isn't coming out this year. No, <laughs> that one pushed way back. And that one's gonna oh, be man. so awesome. The R two D two one. Yeah. That makes R two D two noises. Yeah. And it, on the inside it says, "Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope." On, on the, the, on the inside of the disc tray. Oh, that's awesome. It's a awesome. secret message inside of R2-D2. Mm-hmm. That is very cool. It was, I was like, holy shit, that's amazing. Yeah, these new special edition consoles, I think, are going to happen more and more. Like, there were, at XP, there was a Call of Duty one now that yep, has its own Gears little of War one. Bzzz, Oh, my sound goodness, effect. so many. Yeah, and there are Gears of War one, Star a little Wars. bit all over the place. I think Star Wars, hands down, Star will be Wars the most the popular one. Yeah. It is the best one, too. Um, they but actually took some time at the same one. time, when Sony announced the price cut for PS3, I was not that impressed. It's fifty dollars. Like I know that's like yeah, I'm not saying it, like it oh it's fifty dollars. A, a better. I don't know when your it's eye way is more competitive. Yeah, now now yeah. when you're looking at it next to each other, you're like hmm. That's yeah. true. But at the same time, like if you know you're going to get a 360 and you really want to both be playing a 360, like. But I think it's is targeted towards or, like maybe. Gamers who aren't in the know that well. Yeah, you probably. Know, much yeah. in the know. And so when they look, compare the two systems, like, hey, they're like, both the same price. I need something price. that makes video games happen in front of me. And they just buy the <laughs> cheapest one. I'm going to buy the Wii. Oh, exactly. shit. <laughs> oh, damn it. This has all gone horribly, horribly oh, wrong. Oh, man. I've had friends see that. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess there's a point where like maybe parents buying it for a kid, that kind of thing. Obviously, that's a kicker. But yeah, for people in the know, that's for me. I was like, oh, fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Great. And, you know, it's helpful. Fifty dollars. Well, I don't helps. care because I already own one. So. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I actually still own the Halo Three limited edition one, so I have. Oh, a, I'm stuck with the small. Yeah. Of, mm-hmm. the, of the Xbox, and I'm stuck with the small Obviously. hard drive. Oh, I have twenty gigs. <laughs> so oh yeah. Geez, really? Oh yeah. I upgraded that immediately. I, I can install one. one game at a time if I'm lucky. Wow, you should probably upgrade. I probably. have to delete some, probably, or I'll, I'll probably buy another. I would love to get a to get a slim at some point, but it's still working, still up and running, mm-hmm. so I Same. don't see the need to spend that much. But to answer, the, well, have oh. maybe I don't know. I haven't looked online. Haven't the old hard drives dropped in price? Or oh, probably. Not? I could probably get one on They're eBay about for like fifty bucks. I think still. Yeah, the two hundred and fifty gig. Well, ones? they were like a hundred dollars before. Or something. They were something crazy. They have come before. down. Definitely come down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Cisco has a PS that says, could you all go around the table and each recommend one co-op game to play alongside a beginning gamer, arcade or otherwise? No need to worry about our preferences. Uh, Castle Crashers. Yes, Castle Crashers is a good one. Jeez. Um, I'd go for Portal 2. That's actually, I mean, doesn't... Yeah, that's not bad. Like, because you're not rushed. coordination exactly well, it kind of is but at the same time you're not rushed you're not right. like trying to stay alive immediate like with an immediate threat yeah. mm-hmm. you can definitely take your time and walk through it that's a great one um i'd say maybe something like gatling gears or another mm-hmm. good like another twin, twin, stick, twin shooter stick shooter that yeah. like you can take your time and as long as one person's carrying their maybe weight trenched trenched is fun too that one gets pretty hard though Explosion man that just gets that ridiculously gets hard. What are you suggesting? <laughs> Terrible idea. We gotta, we gotta step it up for her so it eventually she becomes one Baby awesome Baby steps gamer. up to that one. Baby steps. Um, I'd say maybe even like Gears of War on easy dif- difficulty. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can probably like learn the aspects of uh, third-person gaming. You probably do it on normal. Yeah, but, yeah probably. Gears of War 2 anyway. Because that mm-hmm. once you normal get, like, pretty much easy. You figure out the basic controls, yeah. You'll yeah. be okay. Yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty good. All right, let's see. Big Tony Style says... Hey, Locksmith. My wife recently bought me Alice Madness Returns. I opened it looking forward to check out the game manual to get a feel of what I can expect in the game, and there wasn't one there. So I'm curious, do you guys ever read the game manuals that come with games, or do you think they're useless and jump right into the game? Wait, she bought it new and there wasn't a manual in it? Yes. When I reviewed the game, I had the same problem. I asked myself, where's the manual? Is, I want to read about the game. No, game? it's completely empty case. Like not even a, 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 weird. a, a, like a not piece even of paper? Piece of paper? <laughs> I don't think there was anything in <laughs> it. nothing there? Just blank? I think Man, on the back of the case or somewhere it says, cheap. for the manual, like go to EA.com slash something. Oh, wow. Going like green. it's literally, there's nothing there. Yeah. Um, I don't read the manuals, but for some reason I like them being there, even if they're crappy. Yeah. Um, like a security blanket. Yeah, I don't know. It just feels a little bit naked if you're opening it it's up. It's a little and there's bit nothing weird. There. Yeah, I don't know. It just reminds me of being a kid, like when you'd go rent a Nintendo game and you'd have to sit in the car and drive home. And during that wait, you just like read the manual cover to cover. In the manual. When the manuals were the DRMs. Yeah, that was amazing. I was talking about somebody had a copy of like the original Wing Commander in the office on PC, and I was looking through these blueprints. I was like, I think the DRM for Wing Commander was literally reading measurements off these blueprints. Yeah, no, there was one, and then in Quest for Glory Four, there was the one with the pizza charts yeah. or the the elemental things, and yeah. you had to if you didn't have the manual, you couldn't play the game. You remember that game <laughs> Loom crazy. from LucasArts? No. Which one? Loom. 
it's another like point and click adventure but i think the drm and that we had to have the manual to learn all play all these harp songs or songs mm. ah. same sort of thing like it's very yeah, creative and clever creative. there where it's not quite as restrictive as like these online drms these days but at the yeah. same time like it's very inconvenient if you don't know somebody who has the game to help well, you out with them but i mean they can't do that anymore now with the internet yeah exactly hey hey everybody here's the manual done done <laughs> yeah i generally don't read the manual anymore I, I like to uh, try That's to learn the game. That's what tutorials are for. Exactly. <laughs> also, if your game is that hard, what are you doing? Press X to pick up weapon. Yeah. I'm like, oh. There are some complicated things out there, though. That's some true. games. But, yeah, in general, I think modern general, games... In general, you sort of figure it out. We have a go. sort of, like, Oops. a language of gaming now where you're pretty much going to be able to figure out how to play if it's first person or third person. Yeah, it's nearly mm-hmm. universal. Yeah, it's getting there. Um, All right, which button jumps? Okay, got it. So I, I miss manuals. Uh, I remember Jim Riley's thing was always opening a case and smelling the manual. Yeah. A little odd. A little, little weird. A little quirky. I wonder if he's but ever he... gotten a paper cut on his nose. No. I doubt it. We just walk in and find it bleeding one morning. He's like, I got a new game. Ah. Yeah, he was big on the full color ones, too. Yeah. Must yeah. be color. Must be thick. <laughs> Must be freshly printed. Must be. All right. I miss manuals, but they're, like, I think we, we're kind of agreeing. They're not required anymore. I have yet to find one, a current one, that actually tells me something new. Yeah, exactly. Back in the day, it was always like, I want to know the backstory, yeah. even though it doesn't oh, matter, yeah. and learn about the characters and stuff. Yeah, who knows? See, but my thing is, if there's going to be no more manuals, they need to fix the, wi- the, the width of those yeah, boxes. Yeah, they could make them a little thinner then. Yeah, come on, be a little bit green. Consider the planet. <laughs> well, they're doing that by cutting out part of the box. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> those weird... Oh, how do you know what those are? I don't like them. Yeah. It just makes it feel flimsy. Yeah, I feel like, can't you just make it a little bit thinner? Yeah, that's what oh, I think. They helped. should just do like those little, those really thin cases for you know DVD yeah. sets or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. For, yeah, for whatever like a TV reason, show series mm-hmm. where they'll, they're do so it. universal now that it's that exact width. So yeah, I don't think it'll change. Next at this generation. Point. Next generation. Tiny cases. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can fit so many on your bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question from Idle User. Hi everyone. I was reading Peter's Call of Duty Elite article and wanted to get your thoughts on it. This seems like the best option so far for early DLC access. Have any of you gotten caught up in the craze of paying for DLC ahead of time? For instance, LA Noir, EA Sports Season Pass, and the soon-to-be Gears 3 Season Pass. Keep up the great work, guys. Your pal, Idle User. Sort of. I For Heavy Rain, I, I did actually pre-order it just so that I would get the DLC, and then I never redeemed it, and I never played it. <laughs> so, very nice. <laughs> Yeah, and I also lost that game. I think Greg took it when we moved out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's the—I mean—that's the only time though that I've ever been caught up in it. I guess. It is tough. It's a little bit of a gamble. Mm-hmm. It is. Like you if you pay for it in advance, you don't know if it's going to be good, and you don't know how much you're going to like the game right. yeah. when it comes out. I mean, granted, you kind of know what you're going to get with Call of Duty. Like you know, you're going to get more maps. Uh, and as soon as the maps come out, a lot of people are going to be playing those instead of the old maps. So mm-hmm. if you want to give yourself a little insurance policy and make sure there's always plenty of people to play with, um, you're going to save some money by doing the whole thing. But like L.A. Noir, I was looking at it and I was like, oh, that's a pretty good idea. Maybe I'll get that. But then like now I'm like three cases deep in L.A. Noir. I haven't touched it since it came out. And like yeah. it probably wouldn't have made sense to me because at this point now, like I think the case is already coming up on sale yeah. um, every couple weeks. I mean, not necessarily that regularly. Really need them but anyway. Yeah. Usually, I mean, maps on multiplayer are much different than DLC and yeah. things like L.A. Noir or Heavy Rain. It's like, well, if it, was, if it didn't make the cut for the actual game, probably don't need 
to play it. Exactly. I think that's kind of a cop out though when they're offering the DLC like in advance when the game's yeah, being shipped. They're just not. That well, means they ha- they're withholding. They're withholding content that's supposed to go into the act- the original game. You know. Yeah. yeah. I think that's kind of shady. It does it seem is. that way, but I think at least in the case of Gears Three, I remember reading that um, they got done with the game so early, like they really just polished it, finished it, shipped it, and uh, they had. You know, they just moved on. Like, okay, let's start making some new maps. Let's yeah, start that game was supposed to release. It was originally come out like six months ago. Yeah, was, I think yeah, being this year. Yeah, it was supposed to be in the spring. Yeah. But uh, they gave it some extra time, polished it up, and now we see it in two weeks. Omg. That's pretty crazy, actually. Yeah. It seems so far away, and maybe it's crazier because I'm getting married next week. Oh, oh my MG. gosh. That snuck up on me. So is my cousin. Are you gonna get the <laughs> the, the pre wedding shakes? I don't think so. Mm. Stone, stone cold serious. <laughs> yeah. I actually don't know if you get pre-wedding shakes. Probably do. do. I don't know. Yeah. Probably. I, I will probably just run. No, I I'm just kidding. The most nerve-wracking thing for getting married would just be everybody watching you. Yeah, no. you're, you're kind of the center of attention. <laughs> I know. It's kind of all about you. And you're like, ah, stop looking at me. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> um. So I guess to take it back to the DLC issue, it's a tough call. Like, it's a gamble. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. think you're gonna play the hell out of Gears of War. If you do that, you're going to save like 10, 15 bucks on the total packages. And I think you get like an extra Lancer skin or something for yeah, you get buying the, the season pass. Yeah, you get the or something. Yeah. So yeah, for um, if you're going to dig into the Call of Duty Elite thing and you want the clan stuff and you want the added um, stat tracking and competitions that other normal free users don't get and all the DLC early, um, go for it. You're going to save money if you're going to buy them anyway. So. I feel like a Call of Duty player would know more. Whether exactly. Whether or not they want that or not. Yeah, I mean, you know what you're getting into. Yeah. yeah. Much more so than like... Uh, Even Gears, because some of the stuff single-player content and you're... Yeah, that's you're, what they said. It's a crapshoot. It's not like cut scenes, but it's just added takes yeah. on certain scenes. I think it also comes down to like how much you... How many hours you feel would be a, an adequate return on investment? Because you're gonna be you're gonna be paying like you know in total like yeah. what was it 105 dollars? Is that include that's including the game and and the, the season pass? pass. Yeah. So you know what I'm that's finding an investment. more and more is that I'm becoming one of those people that will just wait until the game is quote unquote finished with mm-hmm. DLC to play it because I get annoyed. But I I go through and I play the game and then they're like oh well, what about this extra mission? Yeah. And you're like. okay so then you go back and you play and you have a good time but then you don't really and then you leave it and then five months later something else comes out and you don't remember where you were yeah or what's going on you're like god okay we'll break out this thing again so (laughs) i I think i'm just now i'm just gonna wait yeah dlc until it's all done dlc timeliness is definitely get the package where everything is together (laughs) yeah and almost everything's on sale at a certain point well, I actually did that with uh, Red Dead. I didn't get any of the DLC until they released their own disc with it yeah. on it. And I was much happier that way because it was all self-contained. I didn't have to worry about filling up my 20 gig hard drive <laughs> with all these things. <laughs> Poor oh people. my gosh. I wanted, to, I wanted to install Deus Ex on to my hard drive because yeah. you know the horrendous load times. But I can't. <laughs> so I had to sit through like the 40 second load times every time. Oh man. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think uh, that's about it for reader mail. Um, let me pass it over to who's going to get the meta achievement. Oh, sure. Ladies, looking I, at one of you. I don't know. Rolling Go the dice. Oh, okay. I thought of one. Th- and this is inspired by Stephanie. All right. Christine's on okay, This by, week's meta achievement. By, by Stephanie's avatar. It's called Who Wears Short Shorts. <laughs> I don't care if you're a boy or a girl, but you need to put your avatar in the skankiest outfit you can find oh and God. take a picture of Are it and send it into us. Are you calling my avatar skanky? 
Slightly, she just slightly did. Skanky. She just called your outfit slightly skanky. <laughs> so yeah, and then send that Boys into unlocked at IGN.com. That'll be 15 points. 15 points for yeah. wearing some short shorts. That was a pretty awesome uh, I mean, achievement, like I say. <laughs> Fist pump. That yeah. is a good one. And uh, thanks, everyone, for sending in your recall of duty, fondest memories of Call of Duty, to uh, kind of lead us into the whole uh, Call of Duty XP weekend. Um, so as we have already mentioned once, or maybe even two times this show, uh, send your emails to unlocked at IGN.com, and there's a chance we will talk about them on the air, on our show. Put out some knowledge on some people. Drop some knowledge bombs. Drop a little knowledge bombs. So definitely make sure you're following all of us on Twitter. You can follow me at P-Eikemans, P-E-Y-K-E-M-A-N-S. You can follow Christine at... Steima, S-T-E-I-M-E-R. And Stephanie at... Super Lee, L-E-E, 7. That's that's good. Yeah. You can follow yeah. all three of us by doing these things. And also, at IGN, for all the updates from IGN. So thank you, <laughs> ladies, for joining me today. Thanks, Peter. Thank it's a nice uh, way to shake up the crew a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Get some, some good insight from different perspectives. Should we tell, should we tell them wh- why Ryan isn't here? Ryan is busy doing secret yeah. PlayStation things yeah. that we are not going to talk about on this show. Mm-hmm. He's dead to us until we see him again downstairs <laughs> in a few minutes. True. He's not, actually. Uh, we miss him, but chances are he'll be back next week. Though I might not be because I am off to prep for wedding and then go on a honeymoon, and I'll be back in a few weeks. I might um, not be either because I'm going to be prepping for going to my cousin's wedding. <laughs> you're just, you're just not going to show up. <laughs> Well, it's wedding season. I know. My is other it? cousin, her sister just got married a month ago. So, wow. That's a lot. Uh, yeah. Anyway, thank you everyone for joining us and join us again next week. Uh, Christine pointed out, I wrote down, we have a little outline here. And Clements likes to close the show with a uh, little random advice. Takes things left and right. And uh, Christine suggested I take it to a new level. Because mm-hmm. I'd written down advice from Eichemann's. Mm-hmm. And uh, being that Eichemann's is such a Dutch, Dutch person, we'll just close the show on this. Join us next week when you'll sh- we'll show you how to avoid blistering wearing wooden shoes. Oh, yeah. Thanks, everyone. Oh, and early congratulations to Peter for his wedding. Yay! Thank you guys very much. I will uh, join everyone again in a few weeks with a much heavier left hand. Because you've oh. got so many diamonds on it. Yeah. It's a heavy rock. Heavy blinging. Thanks, everybody. We'll catch you soon. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.